Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Believers have God's promise that when we faithfully obey Him and don't give up, we will enjoy the very best returns. Let the Lord encourage your heart as Joe Vasek, pastor of Northeast Baptist Church of Danbury, Connecticut, urges us to stay the course. I once heard a man say that for 200 years before there was a Charles Spurgeon, the man that Baptists referred to as their Prince of Preachers was John Bunyan. If you're familiar with John Bunyan, the first two words that come to mind when you hear his name are Pilgrim's Progress, and rightly so. The Pilgrim's Progress is a classic piece of literature that was first published in 1678, and it's commonly accepted that Pilgrim's Progress is second only to the Bible in its popularity. John Bunyan was born in England, not far from the town of Bedford, in 1628. He was born into a poor family. His father was a tinker. John grew up helping his father, and he learned his trade. John's parents sent him to school just long enough for him to learn to read and write. He joined the English army when he was 16, and he served for three years during the English Civil War. One night, as his company was preparing to go into battle, a stranger showed up and asked to take John Bunyan's position. The man's request was granted, and as the soldier fought the battle in Bunyan's place, he took a musket ball to the head and was killed. John wasn't saved at the time, but years later he looked back on that incident as an act of God's grace. John returned from the army and went back to work as a tinker. He described himself as the leader of the most wicked bunch of men in town, participating in what he described as all manner of vice and ungodliness. In his youth, he'd been convicted of his wicked condition before God many times, but he didn't know what to do about it. Now, as an adult, he was still deeply troubled in his soul. When John Bunyan was 20 years old, he married Margaret Bentley, and together they had four children. Margaret had been raised in a godly family, and her faith began to have an influence on her husband. John attended church with his wife, but the Church of England parish in their village was of little help to him. So they began meeting with the Bedford Separatist Congregation. And there, John Bunyan was saved and baptized by immersion. John took an immediate interest in the things of God. And as he grew, he was given opportunities to teach and preach. Margaret died when John was 27. Four years later, he married a woman named Elizabeth. John Bunyan had quickly become a popular preacher in Bedford, speaking in gatherings in people's homes and wherever people would assemble to hear him. The Church of England had shown tolerance for non-compliant churches and preachers for a number of years. But in 1660, when John was 32 years old, their tolerance ended. They ordered every church and pastor that was not affiliated with the state church, the Church of England, to end their ministry efforts immediately. John Bunyan refused to stop preaching. So he was arrested and thrown in the Bedford jail, where he would spend the next 12 years. It was during those 12 years in the Bedford jail that he began to write an allegory that would become The Pilgrim's Progress. The full title was The Pilgrim's Progress from This World to That Which Is to Come. The book opens with a lengthy apology by Bunyan, written in the form of a poem that fills six pages. The apology explains his original motives and intentions in writing and tells how the book became something much bigger than he'd initially planned. Listen to the first few lines of that poem. When at first I took my pen in hand to write this way, I did not understand that I at all should make a little book in such a style. No, I had undertook to make another, which when almost done, 
Before I was aware, I this begun. And so it was, I writing of the way and race of saints in this our gospel day fell suddenly into an allegory about their journey and the way to glory in more than 20 things which I set down. This done, I 20 more had in my crown and they again began to multiply like sparks that from the coals of fire do fly. Then no, I thought, since if you breed so fast, I'll put you by yourself, lest you at last should prove ad infinitum and eat out the book that I already am about. Well, so I did, but yet I did not think to show to all the world my pen and ink in such a style. I only thought to make I knew not what, nor did I undertake thereby to please my neighbor. No, not I. I did it my own self to gratify. The Pilgrim's Progress is an allegory which describes the experiences and struggles of a follower of Jesus from the time he first comes under conviction of sin until he finally reaches his home in heaven. Here's how the story begins. As I walked through the wilderness of this world, I came upon a certain place where there was a den, and I lay down in that place to sleep, and as I slept, I dreamed a dream. I dreamed, and behold, I saw a man clothed in rags, standing in a certain place with his face turned away from his own house, a book in his hand, and a great burden on his back. I looked and saw him open the book and read therein, and as he read, he wept and trembled. And not being able to contain himself any longer, he broke out with a lamentable cry, saying, What shall I do? John Bunyan spent one-fifth of his life in jail for refusing to comply with the state's restrictions on his preaching. But that time wasn't wasted. God used those years to enable John Bunyan to make a powerful contribution to the cause of Christ. Christian, God will use every circumstance of your life to accomplish good if you'll surrender to Him. Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing to you. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at staythecourse at nbcdanbury.org. God bless you. So dear Christian, stay.